Welcome to the Business Meet Soul podcast. I'm your host, Tara Hegarty, and on this show, you can expect powerful soul-shifting conversations to help you effortlessly expand, align your energy, and unlock your infinite potential in life and business. Because your definition of success isn't determined by an endpoint or goal. For you, success is the byproduct of being who you are, doing what you love, and living in alignment with your soul. Are you ready to anchor into deeper layers of abundance, service, and freedom together? Let's dive in. Hello. Today, we're going to be talking about the various aspects of the soul and how the soul needs to have many life experiences from good to bad and everything in between. And I'm super grateful that you're joining me today on what is always another magical day, another magical day as long as you decide to make it so. Remember, each and every day we wake up, we get to decide. We have a choice on where we decide to place our focus. Our souls have come here to have this glorious experience. And we have this power to decide, and that's a beautiful thing once we recognize that that is within our power. I was recently thinking about the soul and the spirit, and is there a difference? And there are many cultures that believe that there is a difference or a slight variation. And in many ancient theories of soul, it's believed that the soul is this grandiose aspect and the spirit is part of the soul. And that's actually how I see it too. There's other traditions that I was researching on just to see who thinks what. And what was very, very interesting to me is that there are different websites and sources that say the same things, but in opposite ways. (laughs) So I'm not sure if anybody really truly understands these concepts. We can't put these words into a box. And I'm not sure that the words are important or the names that we want to title something with are important. What is important is the concept, the concept of the soul and the concept of the spirit. And so to me, the concept of the soul is that divine, everlasting, infinite part of ourselves, that part that is right now a part of of source, a part of the earth and part of the air, and a part of the space floating in the universe. And there is a part of us existing now that is all of those things. And to me, that's what our soul is. That everlasting, multidimensional onion of everything happening right now. All existing right now. And the way I see our spirit is this aspect of our soul that has come into this existence to have this experience, to have this focus on this reality. And so when I talk about it the way I see it, even bigger than the soul is like a full crystal and the spirit is one little facet of that crystal. That one facet in its direction, shining its light in just that specific way. 
but our soul is the entire crystal, that entire fractal of source. And so it is the soul that wanted to experience. It wanted to experience all of it. And that is why the soul leaves source to begin with. Because when the soul is with source, there is nothing to experience. And this is why source decided to fractal out and separate itself in this illusionary way. And I say illusionary way because there really is no separation. It's just an illusion that we are all separate. Having all of these separate experiences in our faceted focus and the creator source, however you want to define it, God wanted to do this in order to know itself. And in order to know itself, it had to break up with these many pieces to have these many experiences because these experiences are infinite. And so splitting off was the easiest way to experience it all at once. And so that's what happens with our soul. We split off from creator and from there, we get to choose our experiences. Now we start off as maybe a piece in space. A part of this may be mist that is going to turn into a galaxy or a universe or or maybe even a sun or a planet. And then we got to have the experience of being the elements, of being the earth, the air, the fire and the water. And then we get to experience being fish and animals and plant life and trees and our pets. And then we get to experience being human. And then when we're human, we get to experience everything it means to be human. That means we get to be every race, every religion, live on every different continent, have every different emotional experience and life experience that there is to have here on this planet. And our soul wants to know all of it. And all the while we're experiencing it, our soul is recording it. Our soul is learning from us and sending this information to the creator back to the infinite system that it can learn from itself. It's such a beautifully divine design and we are all part of this design, this holographic fractal design, that each and every part of this holographic fractal looks the same as the beginning part. And that means we all come from source. We all have this beautiful, divine, bright, amazing, loving light within us. And that is what we are. And we don't see it because of this illusionary separation. But we know it's somewhere down deep inside of us because this soul aspect of ourself is always communicating it to us. And the way our soul communicates to us is through our spirit. Consider our spirit here like a channel. It's a channel that communicates the information from the mind and the body to the cosmos, to the creator, to the universe. It's this channel that actually then can bring all of the information that we desire from our soul and from the cosmos and from this divine unity of information into our consciousness here in this human experience. 
And I also think that our spirit is that part of us that makes us who we are, our essence of our humanness, what lights us up inside, what we're passionate about, what makes our heart sing. This part of our spirit. And when I think about that, I think about what my grandfather told my mother when she was raising us children. He said, the one thing you want to be able to do is never break their spirit. And I think that is such an amazing advice. Never break your kid's spirit. Never tell them they're not good enough. Never tell them it's not okay to follow their dreams, to follow their heart, or that it's not okay to be passionate about what they're passionate about. Keeping the spirit alive within us is like our life on fire and is the experience that our soul is desiring for us to have in this moment. And our soul decides or desires to have many experiences. And we are never alone in this process. We have so much help. And we always come in with our soul family. We've been traveling with our soul family throughout this entire existence. And maybe not in every lifetime, but we do always come back together and check in to see how it's going volunteer in each other's lives to play different parts, play different roles, because as you've probably heard before, this life is a game. It's a play. And there's all different characters in our own individual play, our own story that we are writing. And each character is playing a role that was agreed on before we came here on that soul level in order to have that experience that we are desiring to have. We often think that the villain is such an awful, terrible person, but that villain's soul and your soul made this agreement to do this before you came in. And when you go back and we see it after the experience from the soul side, from the spirit perspective, see, we all use these words interchangeably and I I do it all the time. I'm using from the spirit side in this regard because the spirit is where the focus is in this experience. So where does that piece of us go when we die? It goes to the spirit side of this side of where we are. So if we live in in the 3D, we would go to the 3D spirit side. If we lived in the 4D, we would go to the 4D spirit side. And the soul is having that experience on all those levels all at once. And so when we go back to the spirit side, We then look at our lives. We look back in our lives in a different perspective. We ask ourselves, how did I do there? How did I do in learning this lesson? How did I respond in this relationship, in this contract I'd made with this other soul? And did we accomplish what we wanted to accomplish? And so that villain on the other side, where you can see from that different perspective and see that you made an agreement with that villain, for that villain to teach you this very important lesson. And these are the lessons that we agreed to before we came. We want to learn certain things. We want to gain in our soul's evolutionary journey these these lessons. You want to be able to move up this vibrational ladder. And so we have to have these lessons to learn. We have to learn everything. 
We have to have every experience in order for us to finish this school here. And these villains in our lives are playing a very important role. And then there's the concept of our soulmates, you know, our twin flames, our twin souls. We often use all these concepts interchangeably as well. And here I think that these concepts are a little different as well, although very similar. And I see a soulmate as as someone who we have decided to come together with in this life, either to be with for an extended time, maybe it's a short extended of time or a long extent of time and to spend or possibly to spend a lifetime with. But we decided that we're going to meet up at some point in our life to serve each other a very important purpose in our lessons, in our journey. And then there's the twin flame. The twin flame in my mind is someone who is just like you, is showing the reflection of you, mirroring back to you exactly what you need to learn. And this relationship is a really, really tough one. Because oftentimes it's like butting heads because when you come up with those two exactly same charges, they're going to butt up against each other. And that reflection of ourselves within another is oftentimes very difficult for one or the other to handle. I know I had a relationship like this in my life, which taught me a very important lesson or began to teach me a very important lesson of self-love. Oftentimes, our relationships are here to do just that. Self-love is one of the most important lessons that we have decided to learn. And oftentimes, unfortunately for ourselves as humans, because we're so incredibly stubborn, that in order for us to learn self-love, we have to experience the opposite. We have to experience being unloved. For myself in this relationship, I love this person so dearly. And when that love... I felt wasn't returned, it made me feel unworthy and unloved and just not good enough. And what it taught me was that none of that is true. But I had to go through all of that just to come to the realization of I am worthy. I am loved just because I am. And that is true for every single one of us. We are worthy just because we are just because we exist and we exist because we are made from this beautiful loving light. And so how could any of us not be worthy when that is all that we are made of? So we make these contracts with other souls in order for ourselves to learn this lesson on our own, because we have to have these experiences in order for us to get it. We have to get it on our own. We have to learn it for ourselves. This is not something that somebody else can teach us. They can only teach us by helping us learn it for ourselves, by showing us the opposite. Unfortunately for us as humans, we've made it fairly hard on ourselves because we have done this so many times. We've gotten caught up in our karmic loops, coming back over and over again with the same people to try to do it right this time. And the way that we can do it right this time is to forgive. It is to just love that person and accept that person for exactly who they are, knowing that they're playing a very important role in your life 
and they may not know it in their humanness exactly what they're doing. They may not know or understand what you know and understand. And so in that understanding, you can forgive them. Forgiving yourself is actually how we stop this wheel of karma, how we get off this loop of going around and around and around again. If we can forgive that other person for what they have quote unquote done to us and look at it as look with, look what this person did for me. Look at this awful thing that this person did for me so I can learn how to stand in my power. So I can learn how incredibly strong I am. So I can learn that I am worthy of love. These are humongous lessons that we unfortunately don't always learn very easy. And so these villains are extremely necessary in our lives. And oftentimes they come in the form of a soulmate, a relationship where we just fall head over heels and our world just collapses into this person. And then our world actually collapses because it doesn't work out in the way that we wanted it to. And then we got to learn and at the end, looking back at that point in our life where we felt so incredibly low, but at the same time, so incredibly grateful for it, where you couldn't be more grateful for anything in your life than that. And that is a beautiful lesson. And that is a beautiful soul who agreed to come in and help teach you this lesson because it wasn't an easy situation for them to go through either. It wasn't easy for them to break your heart and they didn't want to or have to do that, but it wasn't right for them. And so they had to follow their heart. And so they can teach us the most beautiful lessons in our life. And so we must look back in gratitude and with a love, even if they didn't do anything wrong. But then there are a lot of people in our lives who we need to forgive, who have done something incredibly horrendous. And even that person, as odd as it is, and as hard as it might be to even comprehend or understand, this agreement was made before we came in. It's just the way the game works. And we have to experience all of it. Every single thing. Those traumas, those awful things, those hideous things that may happen to us in this life. Every single time when I have a client where these things have happened to them, the higher self tells them you went through this so that you could learn compassion, so that you could learn how to forgive. And so most importantly, so that you could help others. So you have this experience so that you can help someone else who has also had this very same experience. Again, other agreements that we make before we come in. These agreements that we have, these plans that we make for ourselves, these are all multifactorial. They are layer upon themselves and they involve many different souls who we've been with for millennia. It's such a beautiful design. And you know what? I'm all for it. I'm happy to be a part of it. I'm happy to have this experience and I'm happy to play this game. And I hope that some of these concepts help you understand this game just a little bit better so that you can find it more fun and magical every single day. All right, friends. 
That concludes today's conversation. If it lifted your spirit or touched your soul, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review and subscribe to this podcast so that more souls can be impacted by these life-changing conversations. And if you're not ready for this episode to end, head over to tarahegarty.com to get the show notes for today's episode. I love you so much and thank you for being here. I'll see you next week for another episode of Business Meets Soul.